All right, in this episode of Wonderful Life, I'm gonna kind of spin your head a little bit. And this was a major revelation that I got a couple years ago, and I've never really written about it or talked about it, but I think I'm ready to put it out there. So in this episode, this is part one of a two-part series on how being single has actually given me the one thing I always wanted in my life. So stay tuned to Wonderful Life. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know some women out there love being single. They don't want a man. I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't worked out for me. And for a long time, that was really a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, look, the singleness isn't changing and it may not change and I just wanna be happy. And that's what wonderful life is about. It's about learning to be happy and creating a life where you really are content and excited because that's the kind of vibe that's gonna attract your Mr. Right. But frankly, if he never shows up, you're happy anyway. Now, speaking of this idea of like, you're happy anyway, a number of years ago, and I remember exactly where I was, I was walking around my block and I just had this real moment of clarity where I said, you know, I just don't think I can really ever be happy if I'm single. I really want marriage and family and I don't feel whole and I don't feel complete. And I mean, I know intellectually like I'm a whole complete person. Like I get intellectually that a man doesn't make you a complete person, I get that. But you know, when you're looking at your life and you're saying, okay, I have a job, I have a house, you know, I'm good financially, my health is fine, but I want a family and, and I want to be married. And that's something that is kind of baked into how we are as women. That's something very natural and normal that as women, we want that connection. And no, your friends and your family will not be a substitute for that. And no, getting a dog <laughs> and doing volunteer work, it'll keep you busy, but it's not a substitute for a husband and a family. And so I really struggled because I wanted to feel whole and complete. And I wanted to be happy because one thing that my friends would tell me was, well, before you can find anyone, you have to be happy by yourself. And I was like, but how can I be happy by myself when I don't like it? I mean, and it's not about being by myself. Like I love to have a lot of time to myself. I'm an introvert, I like being alone. But how am I gonna be happy single when singleness does not make me happy? It's something I can tolerate and I can distract myself from it, but I freaking don't like it. And that's just real talk. People used to say like, well, I wish I was like you, Mary. You've gotten to the point where, you know, like you're really cool with being single. And I was like, mm, I fooled you then. But I found this, um, I found a couple of verses in the book of James. And this is James 1 verses 2 through 4. It says, 
Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And that's the NIV version. So I'm gonna kind of like interpret it my own way. What those verses are saying is, tough times are good because they grow you up and that growth brings wholeness so that you don't feel like you're missing anything. And when I really sat with that and thought about it, and thought, okay, well, that's what I want. I want to feel whole and complete. I want to feel like I'm not missing anything. But how am I ever gonna feel whole and complete and feel like I'm not missing anything when I feel like I'm missing something really important in my life, which is family and, and, and relationship? And so I didn't really understand, but then how can just being alone fill the void of a partner? And listen, I spent a lot of money on this. I have a lot of books on how to be whole and complete. I've done a lot of Bible studies. I've done a lot of classes and seminars. I mean, I've listened to the tapes, I've watched the videos. And even though, like I said, I knew intellectually that yeah, I'm a complete person, but my life felt incomplete because I didn't have this one big major thing. It's not the same as like, well, I don't have a sports car. This is talking about like the very fabric of who I am as a woman. And I watched everybody get married. All of my friends, sometimes more than once. Uh, my dad got married a couple times. Um, my cousins, my students, my younger brother. It's like everybody got married, but not me. And I just really felt like, wow, I'm just stuck. Like I'm perpetually single and I ain't loving it. Now, I like the amplified version of the Bible for those verses in James. Here's what the Amplified says. Consider it wholly joyful, my brethren, whenever you're enveloped in encounter trials of any kind or fall into various temptations. Be assured and understand the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. Because, you know, that's a lot of how I felt was that I was defective. There's something wrong with me. Like, I can't get married. What's wrong with me? Now, endurance and steadfastness mean you keep going. It's like, you know, when you're training for a marathon. I mean, not that I would know. What do I, I'm not gonna do anything in marathon. What makes you an athlete is not the medal that you get at the end, it's the training that you're going through. Anytime you think something outside of you is going to complete you, then you're gonna be in trouble because what if it goes away? Like what if you said, I need that medal at the end of the race and when I get that medal, then I'll know I'm an athlete. Okay, well, what if for some reason they don't have a medal for you or you get the medal and then it's stolen or it's lost? Does that mean you're not an athlete anymore? Endurance and perseverance are versions of the word patience, which if any of you have ever heard this, you know, it's like, oh Lord, don't, play, don't pray for patience because God will give you patience. And how do you get patience? You get tests and we don't want that. But in the Greek, that particular word of patience is hupomone. And that particular word of patience means the type of patience that builds your character that you can only get when you go through a trial. That's it. And it's a cheerful and a hopeful kind of endurance. It's not like the bitter, angry patience, which is what I had a lot of, which is like, I guess I just have to deal with being single. 
that's not cheerful and hopeful. What I started to see was that I want to be a woman of character. I want to feel like nothing's missing in my life, even though it's not what I want. I don't have what I want, but I want to feel like my life is complete. And what I started to learn from these verses was, what if this one thing, the one thing that I'm, I'm pushing against, like I hate the singleness, if I could get rid of the singleness, I'd be good, like I could deal with whatever. But, I, you know, this singleness is, oh, it's driving me crazy. But according to those verses, what's going to bring me the wholeness that I desire to feel and that completion is not a husband. The singleness is what's giving me wholeness and completeness. Like, are you following me? Like, this is major. It'll spin your head because you're like, well, wait a minute. How can, it's like saying, I feel lonely. And so being alone is what's going to make me not feel lonely anymore. Like, how does that make sense? Now, it's interesting because trials are the only thing that produce that character in us, that, that making us good women of character. And what's interesting is that high value men, yeah, sure, they need to be attracted to you. But listen, a, a high value man, a man who's successful, who has his S2G, who's good looking, listen, he's got women who are beautiful lined up down the block, okay? And men over 40 know that, yeah, you might be cute to look at, but if you're not a woman with good strong character, you know, he's going to get bored with you. And so high value men are looking for women with character. And listen, the type of character that you develop through a trial can never be taken away from you because it's not coming from like, oh, I feel really great about myself because this great guy is in love with me. Well, what happens if he dies or he leaves? A woman of character understands her own worth and her own value. And because of that, she sets healthy boundaries and she has standards and she keeps her standards. And if that means she's alone, she's okay with it. Like she has a fully developed life. She's not waiting for a man to come along and save her from her life. And you know, here's the thing. If you wanna be a good wife, you have to be a woman of good, solid character. And you can't develop that just by being a wife. You have to have it before you're there. And so what I started to ask myself is, is it possible that this one thing that I really hate in my life, like what if this is the thing that's actually giving me the one thing I truly want more than anything? You know, in the intro I say, man, I got to the point where I said I just want to be happy and that's real. I got to the point where I was so tired of like being miserable, being single that I was like, man, I don't care. Like, okay, if I'm single, whatever, I just want to be happy. I got to find a way to be happy. And this is part of what helped me figure it out. So this has really helped me because now I do feel whole and complete. Now, I still don't prefer singleness. I still don't want to be single. But I'm in a place where I truly am happy and content. So if the singleness doesn't change, I'm going to be okay. I know I'm going to enjoy my life because I'm enjoying it now. And see, that's the thing I never thought I could have. I never thought, well, what if I stay single? I don't think I can ever really truly be happy, but I am. And it's not because the singleness changed. Like this is major for me. Okay, now in the next episode, I'm gonna tell you like specifically some of the things that I did that really helped me take this concept and put legs on it so that I could really feel that completeness and that wholeness in my life. So 
make sure you check out the next episode. In the meantime, you can connect with us at wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog there every Friday. You might want to join our newsletter list or check out our podcast. And we have lots of cute Wonderful Life merchandise you might want to look at. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.